0: You are listening to a date with sugar and spice.
1: For the next hour, we will discuss every college student's favorite or least favorite subject: dating. We are your host, Cassidy Harmon, and I'm Mariah Spanhauer. Um, and so I am super excited for this episode.
0: Yeah, we're taking it a couple levels deeper than than our normal topic of conversation. Which
1: yeah, is sweet. which is like super awesome because um, so like the title of our podcast mm-hmm. episode is called "I Got Issues." Right. And you got him, too. Right. One,
0: because we do love Julia Michaels uh, as who, an artist. Who doesn't love Julia Michaels? <laughs> she needs to produce more music. She's freaking good. But also, um, just talking about, um, I guess, like issues, like um, we wanted to talk about like our family um, issues. We both realize that we come from, um, in a sense, um, what's the word? I don't really want to say broken. Yeah, broken.
1: But, to, um not nuclear families, yeah, not <laughs> not together.
0: <Yeah. laughs> that's that's a nice word to put together. It. No, yeah, and I feel like, um, especially in our world today, it's a pretty common problem. So, um, maybe if we could all talk about it more, then everybody would um, be happier and, and get along even better. But.
1: Well, and even just understand where people are coming from. I think that's totally kind of what we want people to get out of this episode is right. just understanding of mm-hmm. what it's like to date someone that's not from. Mm-hmm. A perfect family. Uh-huh. You know? Right on.
0: Yeah. Um, um oh yes, buckle I just got, up, guys. I just got
1: goosebumps. I know, it's <laughs> kinda
0: sweet. This isn't sweet one we're about to tackle. But
1: um so I think where we should start off with is just kind of like talking about both of like our families yep. and like the situations that we were in growing up. Mm-hmm. Um Sumo, so what was your family life like?
0: Yeah, so first off, like, I I mean, I had an awesome childhood and, like, um, growing up in my teenage years, and honestly, my family is is still pretty incredible. I consider myself to be really lucky. Um, the, the hiccup that I guess was the biggest is that um, my dad left the day before my senior year of high school. And so I'm...
1: Just, like, got up and left. Uh-huh.
0: I, um had reason to believe that he was coming back at the time. Um, So it was a little bit confusing as, you know, a 17-year-old to to kind of put the pieces together and and face that harsh and sad reality. Um, But the thing is, I kind of, I, I had my dad at home for you know most of my growing up years this isn't to say like oh I didn't need him anymore and it was a good time for him to leave not at all we always need you know both parents but yeah I think that I consider myself to be really lucky that I had him as long as I did um and that you know it, it is really still much of a bummer but I kind of have both to kind of compare what it's like to have a dad around and to not and um mm-hmm now we're later we're going to talk about like the effects of of that and how it affects my relationships now but i think it's interesting to look back at the at that time and kind of see what i learned but
1: so your parents did they get a divorce then? Uh-huh.
0: yeah they were separated for um timeline is kind of messy i would say just over a year i've separated and then um officially divorced um and so
1: and so does your yeah. dad like still live here?
0: Mm-hmm. He didn't for a long time. And that's, I mean, what put a lot of distance on our relationship because it was literal uh-huh, distance. Mm-hmm. But also, um, no, yeah, he moved back to, to Southern Utah now. And so okay. I see him um, and I try and, you know, communicate with him over the phone um, even more often than that. But I do see him pretty regularly. So I think that's that's good for a relationship. But yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So it's almost like you came out the other side of your parents' separation and divorce and, like, were able to still have that relationship with your dad.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not um, the perfect relationship, but I don't think a lot of relationships are perfect anyway. But um, it's definitely better than than what it was, and I look forward to trying to make it even better. True. Yeah. Trying to learn from it.
1: I love that so much.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: (laughs) My story's not like that. <laughs> okay, your turn. <laughs> bum bum bum. Dun, dun, dun. Just kidding. Um, so I mean, my like well, growing up, like my parents like got separated twice separated twice, but they never actually like, got divorced. Okay. But then um I was thirteen years old and I actually got a text message I wasn't supposed to receive stating that my parents were getting divorced. And I was, like, in eighth grade health class of all classes, and, like, I mm. started, like, crying. Um, and so that's how I, like, my my parents' relationship was, like, never perfect yeah. by any means. Um, but then I got the text message, text message, and then I found out they were getting divorced. And then it was actually a month later, on my 14th birthday, my dad moved out. Mm. Um, and it was super hard for me because, like, growing up, I was, like, daddy's little girl. Like, yeah. He would, like, call me Cinderella. We'd have daddy-daughter dates. Like, okay, he was my best friend growing up. Like, yeah. that was, like, my person. Okay. um, But he, this is going to sound terrible, but, like, he he loved me most hmm. out of, like, my siblings. My mom, like, he loved me. And, like, I I was, like, six years old, so I didn't really understand what was going on, you know? Okay, yeah. So I never really understood. But then, like, by the time I got divorced, I was an awkward teenager, and it was rough. Right. Um, and then... I found out through another call I wasn't supposed to get that my dad just, like, got up and moved to Hawaii. (laughs) Hmm. So then um, my dad moved to Hawaii, and at this point, my mom was, like, trying to file a divorce, but it was just, like, logistics and legal stuff. I don't fully understand. I prefer not to. I don't see how that benefits my life at all. Okay. Um, But then, like, finally, after, like, four or five years, my mom, like, finally, like, got the divorce. Oh, Um, yeah. And then it was actually three and so my dad's been living in Hawaii for the past like seven years and then my actually my dad actually died three years ago yeah and so um I've kind of felt like I've always been like raised by my mom since yeah. I was like 13 years old because she was the one there for me I never because I mean yeah, you kind of have like closure with your dad mm. I know it's a loose 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 word right but I never I never really got that with my parents after the divorce it was okay. just done done yeah okay. just done
0: okay interesting what was your relationship like with your dad so after the divorce just like in like your teenage years were you guys still
1: I mean, oh super strained it really? was so hard like once he left like it was just because I mean I'm sure you can relate like when your parents get divorced you don't know how to act
0: yeah you oh don't for know, sure
1: it's like so weird because like I mean yesterday they were your parents and today they are your parents but they're not together anymore so mm. you don't know how to feel about them you don't know what to say around them it's just very awkward right um and i mean i was obnoxious girl i was a brat in other words um (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) no (laughs) i was a brat like i am so sorry for everyone that had to deal with me growing up it was rough (laughs) um but he like lived far away yeah he lived in hawaii it was so the relationship long distance was a whole new meaning with my father right um and it was super strange we like barely ever talked and okay it's pretty much like once my parents got divorced, I didn't really have a relationship. Like I went out to Hawaii two times to go visit him and it was fun for those two weeks. But then yeah. I got up, got on a plane and came back home to right. the rest of my family. And uh-huh. it just, the relationship just was broken.
0: Right. Interesting. It's hard. Yeah. It's very
1: hard. <laughs> I told you it wasn't a happy story. <laughs> no, yeah.
0: I, uh, it is rough. And like, you don't exactly know, like every si- everybody's situation is different, but no matter what, every like situation where you do lose a, a parent to to divorce or you know actually lose a parent it's it's so hard for everybody so
1: yeah and i got like I a know. double whammy there yeah and so it's just hard and so i think personally for me because of what i've been through yeah i have like trust and daddy issues up the freaking wazoo right yeah <laughs> so it's just like altered
0: yeah i think that's so true i think that um like family relationships that we grew up around or, or lack of, you know, affect us in ways that we can see, but then also, like, unseen. Like, so I know for me, um, like, a lot of things, like, affected me in a, in a probably negative way, but I didn't know until recently. Mm-hmm. Until, like, I actually, um, you know, talked it out with somebody and, like, um... I don't know, saw like, oh, why I don't think this or why I don't look forward to being in a serious relationship and just like different things like that because watching my parents sadly affected me. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know.
1: It's crazy the effects it can have on you without you even realizing it. Right. One thing that's like, super funny mm-hmm. um so i talk about like i have daddy issues so for me it's just hard to commit to really any guy uh-huh. like even say someone's just like oh yeah you are dating someone so i'm like no i'm not i'm gonna go throw up because that just makes me sick yeah so i just like don't do well with dating at all like i just don't like being committed to relationships for sure the crap out of me right whereas my sister on the other hand can't she loves being in relationships like loves them like she's probably only had five boyfriends in her entire life, but they've been for, like, two to three year increments. Like wow. Very long. And then the best part is, like, they're always, like, for a while she dated guys that were, like, 10 years older than her. Oh. And I'm like, well, you're taking daddy issues to a whole nother level. Yikes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Um, <laughs> well, we all have our, our, our
0: issues, you know? Mm. <laughs> I just think, um, I don't know, let's talk about, um, like, I guess, how those like daddy issues or whatever like um, maybe relationships with our dads or, or watching our, our parents how it affects our dating world now so like you have um trouble with commitment I guess you could say but like what other things do you think affect you in dating
1: um I just never believe people mm. I don't believe men especially like, I don't believe anything that they say to me I never believe okay. they're telling the truth and like that they're just gonna walk out that door like right. if I say like one thing that upsets them I'm like I was feeling like, hey, they're going to walk out and never come back. Yeah. That's just like, I just, I don't, be, I don't really believe in mm-hmm. men and I don't believe that like, cause I mean, relationships, it means fighting for stuff when it's hard and right. it sucks. Right. But like my parents, they, at one point they just decided to stop fighting for it. And okay. so I guess I just think that like, mm. does that make sense? Yeah. Understanding Ugh. whether to fight or not. Like I don't believe yeah. people fight for relationships. They just walk out.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I think it has a huge, um, great deal to do with trust. Like, um, yeah, I, it's so scary. But, like, because me and you have had this this past with, with watching the, those relationships and then maybe our own personal relationships where the guy is um, unloyal or leaves or, you know, things like that, it just – it's hard to trust new people for sure. It's so scary and, like, it feels so, like, vulnerable. For me, it's way hard to get to a point where I, like – trust them and can talk to them about anything and um things like that but
1: yeah and feel like completely comfortable around them yeah
0: trust is a thing that like needs to be earned and it's really really cool when, when guys earn it but it is the worst thing ever when they abuse it so
1: yeah for really me delicate. like i don't know about you but do you feel like like you just said like it takes forever to build trust mm-hmm. but like one thing if a guy does and this is so terrible to me but mm-hmm. if a guy does one thing to like break my trust yeah he will most likely never get it back again okay like I just yeah. if you screw me over once, high like, stakes, yeah. Boom. Like I'm is that how it is for you?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I a little bit, I would say it, it kind of would probably depend on the situation, but the thing is I <laughs> in my, in my relationships, I've been known to um I guess dip too soon or like not want to be and not want to commit and things like that so I kind of can see when guys do things like that but if it was something super severe then for sure yeah it would be hard to to give trust again but I don't know it's it's pretty hard so
1: do you feel like trust is like the biggest thing that has Mm -hmm. impacted you with your relationships
0: um one of them I feel like so I think that at the root of most marriage problems is selfishness Mm -hmm. Um, when they're not when no matter who is at fault, if they're not able to to admit something that they did wrong um, and to try and make things better. um, Because a lot of people that that do things wrong in their marriage um, are selfish to the point that they don't maybe don't even tell their spouse. They don't try and make it better. Um, They don't, you know, like I guess like they stop trying um because they want to go after their own needs or they're lazy or or things like that but i think that most marriage problems um come from selfishness and so i think as long as marriages are selfless um and doing things for the other person's happiness and well-being um you know and of course taking care of yourself as well but i think that most marriages that are selfless usually last um, which is basically the key in what I'm looking for in a relationship is is one that lasts. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't want to marry somebody and then five years down the road or 40, they get sick of me. I need consistency because I didn't always have it, you know. Yeah. It's like a, a prime thing that I need. But definitely selflessness is something that I'm looking for as well and that I want to be for, for my spouse too. But.
1: Man, I feel like you have such like a positive look. I'm like,
0: thank you. relationships,
1: like, I want commitment, <laughs> I want someone who's selfless, I'm like,
0: wow. it's taken years <laughs> to, get, to find this <laughs> out, or to learn this about myself, and how to get it, because I don't know what I'm doing, but,
1: man, you sound like you, you're doing, you know, what you're doing to me, thank you, <laughs> one thing that I think scares me a lot, mm-hmm. and, um, is the idea of, like, commitment when it yeah. comes to relationships, uh-huh. because, like, okay, hear me out on this, okay, yeah, So when you're in a serious, like, committed relationship, you, like, open up your soul to that person, right? Right. Or, like, you should be opening up your soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's so vulnerable to, like, let someone see all, like, the ugly parts of you. Right. And, like, the parts that you hide from the rest of the world. Right. Um, And so I'm always scared to get to that point where, like, I can be, like, my total self because uh-huh. I'm, like, oh, crap, this means I like you. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go the sure. other direction. Mm-hmm. So I just think, I don't know, because I never saw my parents really – like, I've never even seen my parents kiss. Okay. Ever. Yeah. And so, like, the idea of, like, showing affection, being vulnerable, and, like, giving that person, like, your whole soul, and, like mm-hmm. – I've never seen that before, mm-hmm. and so I don't know how to – be affectionate per se right. and like show that love right and so when i see that in relationships or in, like when a guys want to to get to that level with me it just scares me because like i don't i don't know how to do it yeah does that sound silly no it, it <laughs> makes sense
0: honestly oh yeah i like that
1: um and then okay this is like kind of a silly example okay so have you ever seen failure to launch uh-uh okay sadly well, first off watch Village launch <laughs> and all of you as well. <laughs> um, so in failure to launch, it's about this guy that like won't leave the, he won't leave his parents' house. Yeah. And so they actually, they don't buy her, him a hooker, but they like, this girl helps men make the transition and like helps get these boys out of their, their houses. And he's like 35 years old. Okay. So it's weird that he's living at home. And so this girl comes along and is trying to show him to, like be independent and like get him out of the house so he can like Kay. move on with his life. And, she gets, like, paid to do it, so it's not like she's trying to fall in love with him. But, gotcha. of course, it's a rom-com, so she starts falling in love with him. Amazing. Um, <laughs> classic. <laughs> uh, but they talk about this thing in Failure to Launch called The Look. Have you ever heard of The Look? Mm-mm. So it's when you, like, when someone looks at you or you look at someone, and you just, like, look at them with your whole soul. And you're just, like, okay. you just, like, feel like you're, like... They love me like yeah. they like me a lot and you can just like it's just Ooh. like that look that you're just like staring deep into their souls and right. just hold that gaze and do you know what i'm talking about like it's, have you ever had that with i guy? mean
0: i don't know if i've had that but it sounds pretty awesome
1: well like it doesn't have to be like you're in love with them but you just like look at the guy and you're like i like you okay yeah yeah you know and it's just like you can like feel it just by like the way they look at you mm-hmm. so whenever i get that look <laughs> you run i'm out the door so fast that like i ran through the door right? because it scares me so much. Ugh.
0: It's such a tricky thing because, like, I know, like, a relationship on the surface, yeah, sounds so fun and, like, ideal. Sounds amazing. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, when you actually think about or when you're actually in the situation with somebody and then it comes to the time to further make that commitment, it becomes so scary because they so might scary. leave or, yes. or you might leave and you don't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah, It's so crazy that it can have two complete like personalities <laughs> to me. Like it can be so good and so bad at the same time.
1: Like a double edged sword. Out. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: Do you ever feel okay. like, um, cause you mentioned something I really liked. You said um, uh, the idea of like getting hurt. Do you ever feel like mm-hmm. you like, because of growing up in the mm-hmm. non perfect household right. that like you protect your heart a lot when it comes to relationships? 100%. Really? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty dang guarded. I don't want I mean, so I have had, um, you know, the example with with my with my father, but um, also other men that I've been able to observe who have also let me down in life. Um, it's it's led me to kind of lose a lot of hope in men. <laughs> it sounds so cheesy, um, but yeah, it ca- um, causes me to put up um, walls that they're going to have to break down and and getting to know me and earning that trust and earning um, my love because I don't want to. And I don't wanna get hurt, but yeah. I also don't wanna hurt other people. Yeah, I want to be, be kind to everybody generally in life. And so it's like, oh, the, the possibility of me getting hurt or hurting somebody is actually very high in this. So that's why I'm so hesitant to get in relationships because not necessarily, oh, they'll break my heart, but it's probably more so, I don't wanna break somebody else's heart. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been breaking, I've broken up with um, people in the past and it sucks. Being broken up with sex as well, but being the one that has to bring it up and identify feelings and why, is just so painful every single time, and I just don't want to do it anymore, and so I either avoid relationships in general or serious ones, but I'm, I'm trying to get past that.
1: That was like...
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> that was mind-blowing. I'm terrible at sound effects, but I love oh, that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Yeah, just... Man, I just like want to soak in everything. I wish we could like push like rewind and just like listen to that all again.
0: We can, <laughs> on the podcast. We can't, but our listeners yeah. can. <laughs> no, I love that. Thank you. I don't. I don't know. Dating is a crazy world, but apparently, I hear that it's pretty great and has great rewards. So I'm trying to push through so that it's worth it.
1: But I've heard, and Hallmark has taught me this. Mm-hmm. But just,
0: hard to feel it, yeah, isn't
1: it? Um. Oh, I just had a great question for you. Mm. Do you ever feel like because you try to protect your heart, you go after the wrong guys because Mm. you know it can't go anywhere? Oh. No.
0: (laughs) I either (laughs) don't go for anybody or I try and go for... mm. Yeah, in my experience, in not really. I just, if I, you know, want to protect my heart, I usually just steer clear of, of all males. Um, but I kind of want to reverse the question and ask you. Have you ever done that?
1: Yes. Yeah? I date terrible men. Go for the Because of that reason? Um, just because.
0: Easier and because you know it won't go so far. So maybe it's safer
1: yeah it's almost safer like I know well because I mean if you look at guys you're like oh like he's like a terrible person and he's a jerk yeah those are usually the ones I go for right um and I think there's a bunch of reasons but like in this particular context Mm -hmm. it's just that I know that like there's no future with them really so Mm -hmm. like yeah I could get hurt a little bit by like a breakup but like they can't break me Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. so it's better to go like yeah Yeah, it does (laughs) um So a lot of times I go for the wrong guys just because I know it'll be fun. It'll last. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, Okay. It'll probably suck a little bit when it ends because it will end because they're not great people. But Uh like I'd much, in my mind, I'd much rather have that where like I'm almost expecting to get hurt because I know that they're a terrible guy than like actually go after a great guy. And then get then my it might horse. last. Yeah.
0: And then you might get your heart broken or you might marry the guy which is terrifying too. Both. <laughs> 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 my heart rate just like sped through the roof. It says the word marry, throws up. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But it's crazy now though like I don't know. I talk about this with my friends all the time, though, like, that we're in these years where, like, now, like, in high school, dating was, like, la, la, la. But now, like, dating is, like, pretty important. Like, we're looking for our our future life partners, you know? And so it's just, like, the stakes are either, duh, this is, of course, the case, but either we're going to get married or break up and never talk again. So it's, like, such high stakes. And, like, yes, that's what the stakes have always been. But I feel like it's just zero to 100 so fast it's like oh yeah that guy might be the love of my life or we might wreck each other's heart forever like it's just like oh crap such roller coaster
1: yeah and there's like no middle ground with relationships oh yeah either you marry them or you break up yeah
0: very rarely is there like yeah i don't know that's crazy
1: well and it's kind of crazy to think about that realistically in your entire life there's only going to be one relationship that works yeah one yeah i'm on like I'm on like 99 relationships, okay, and I'm mm. still waiting for that one. Yeah. But all it takes is one, because some people are like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I met her in high school, we fell in love, and I we got married." Yeah, like it just—it's that one person that you need, and yeah, that's it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say something pretty wise and cheesy at this point. that Somebody once told me, okay.
1: Yes, I'm so ready <laughs> for it.
0: Okay, <laughs> it just reminded me when you were talking. So, um, when you are with everybody, listen up. When you are with that one person that you do um, end up with, it's not so. We always say that like dating like teaches us a lot and we learn to get to that point of where we find our person, you know, but like when we're with that person, finally, we're not going to regret. Oh my gosh, it took me 99 guys to get to you or it took me 10 years of dating because all of that led to that person. So you're not going to regret it because you were learning how to be that, be you and how to find them. So like your timeline is your timeline and it's going to be perfect for you no matter what. It's not like you're going to be like, wow, I wish I found you earlier because you probably weren't ready earlier.
1: Yeah, you didn't have those characteristics or that.
0: Yeah, everything is so personal to each person and to each couple that that it's okay. Yes. Take your time because you're not going to regret it. And if anything, you're just getting better for them. So I don't know. Might as well.
1: Yes, I love that. I'm going to (laughs) get a pen and paper and write that down.
0: Okay, right on. Get a tattoo. Why not?
1: (laughs) Yellow. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, yeah, I don't know. I I say those words, but it's hard to um, say them and also believe them, but I'm working on it.
1: Yeah, like internalize what you're saying. Exactly. I get that. Not stress,
0: but it's stressful. Dating is stressful, so.
1: Wait, so, okay, what, like, has there been a certain, like, guy you've dated Mm -hmm. that, like, you've noticed that your, the issues you grew up with with your dad, like, leaving affect your relationship?
0: Wow. Um, Yes, Um, I'm just trying to identify some, but I'm sure that that there are. Just one second, let me think. First off, I think like my level of communication. Um, So obviously in those later years before my parents um, separated, communication was not at an all-time high. and so I think that communication honestly can build any relationship in a positive direction but in my past relationships um, communication I know how important it is I'm a communication major I love it but it is still hard to talk to people about things and to get deeper relationships and to ask things and to you know um, it's it's still hard communication is always hard but it's always benefiting the relationship i know that it could have benefited my parents um and that when the communication got one-sided so did the relationship and um so i i seen that in in my relationships too and that's why i want to do better with that in the future so that my relationships can last because my communication is um deep and honest and
1: impeccable per se yeah impeccable (laughs) um Okay, so I just had like a so I was trying to think of personal like relationships that I've had yeah. that, like have been affected okay um and so it kind of sp- like bounced off of what you said about the idea of being like selfless in a relationship yep um so there's one guy and it was like one of the very few times that I was dating someone that like I really thought I was gonna marry the dude mm. okay so like I. I put like my heart and soul into that relationship, and ever since then, I haven't really had like a super serious relationship, like Kay. boyfriend, and that was like two years ago. Wow! And yeah. I like I, honestly, like I mo, I've never tried so hard for anyone. Like I would like make him breakfast, I would like mm. bring him smoothies on his way to work, I'd like leave him like little presents on his car. Nice. Like, I yeah, you went right. all out. Yeah, I did so freaking good, um and I tried so hard to be like selfless, and it just like wasn't returned but like mm. looking back at it now, my mom, it was like she would never like talk about the problem, she'd just like go and do whatever she could and like yeah. never talked about it with my dad. Yeah. And like was just like gave gave like her children her all and just like did the best that she could, even though she didn't talk about it. Yeah. And I think I kind of like adapted and internalized that. So like I just like gave this guy like everything. Like this is how like, I'm gonna show you. Okay. Um and he ended up being like such a dirt bag
0: yeah yeah
1: like i got into like a, someone hit my car didn't come over went to instacare didn't come over and okay. hung out the new girl so he just ended up being like the absolute worst so i'm glad i didn't marry him right but like i just Jeez. gave my all for once in my life mm-hmm. and it didn't go anywhere and i think that's like kind of led me to where i am now Where like
0: it's hard to give your all now yeah like i yeah. date for fun
1: and i'm just like huh uh-huh. you're cute you want to kiss okay let's go right <laughs> like, i can't
0: oh man dude that is tricky i think I mean, something that you touched on is that the reciprocation has to be 50-50. Yeah. Like, when guys do nice things for you, you should want to return that. And also, when you're doing all those sweet things for him, they should be returned. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, um, my brother told me, like, something that I've remembered forever. But that he said, like, when you can't figure out who loves the other person more, you usually get married. Um, when it's wow. so close to 50-50 um you'll be serving each other and trying to figure out oh I love you more no you love me more okay we both love each other so much you'll be doing that for the next you know 100 years so it's like try and get it to be as dang close to even as you can and if it's not you know try and hurry and catch up but if it's not there then it's not there and you don't need to force that
1: wow yeah I I (laughs) Mo you are just like mountains no <laughs>
0: literally everything that i've said has come from other people but i am relaying it to you but you've retained it
1: inside your brain henceforth that's true this is all you this is all mo thank you coming at you wow. live
0: oh it feels good being here <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so yeah. okay what do you think is like the biggest thing you learned from your parents divorce
0: biggest thing i learned
1: yeah like to do with relationships to
0: do with relationships wow First off, I think that hard, this applies to a lot of areas in life, but I think that hard things in life, um, have the ability to either tear people apart or to make them stronger. Um, and that sadly, um, the hard thing in my family tore, tore us apart and, um, I think that it just makes me look forward to to my relationships that I have now, um, to go through hard things with people, um, to endure and work on them together um, and to not give up and then um, everything will be okay. But um, sadly, it was, I mean, it was to the case where it, it needed to stop, like they shouldn't have stayed together, you know what I mean? And I, I even see and admit that, but I just think that hard things Actually can make people closer together rather than drive them apart if you love them.
1: I love that. I love that a lot.
0: yeah, what do you think that you learned?
1: um well, I don't think it's necessarily what I learned from my parents, yeah, but like because they weren't a good when it came to relationships, they weren't the greatest role models. okay, yeah. um, and so my sister, on the other hand, she has been married. 20 years now they have like five kids and like they're awesome and I love them all so much and so I guess like I've tried not to focus on so much as like my parents relationship because it wasn't good Mm. and like there's a lot of loose ends that will never be tied up with that so it's really hard for me to focus on that whereas like with my sister I just like focus on them and like how marriage and relationships is truly a partnership yeah like it is like 50 50 give and take some days you're giving more sometimes you're taking more yeah but like it's a partnership and I've seen that with my sister and her husband so I think that's the biggest thing I want to have in a relationship now is that yeah. like true friendship and partnership awesome to yeah. make your relationship whole
0: uh-huh yeah oh, that's awesome very well said and that sounds pretty dang awesome to me so yeah that's awesome I'm glad that you, like, had them as role models, your sister. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, if I didn't have them, man, then I would yeah. really be screwed. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's,
0: yeah, pretty inspired and pretty lucky. That's very cool.
1: Um, But, like, needless to say, I guess to, like, just kind of wrap this up. Yeah. I think a lot of people out there come from unperfect or broken families or however you want to say that. Right. Like, whether their parents left or parents passed away, whether there was divorce or whatnot. But it's... I think you just have to be, if you're dating someone that's gone through a situation like that, you just have to, like, take it slow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Understand that they may be thinking a lot of things in their brain that you have no idea about. Yes. And to just.
0: Amen, dude. Jeez. (laughs) Cheers to that.
1: Cheers. Yeah. (laughs) Take it one day at a time. I love that. And even though we got issues, I got you, Mo. Oh,
0: Jeez, we're having a moment, you guys. We are. We do have each other. I'm, we're pretty dang lucky. Um, so next week, guys, actually is our last um, podcast. So we're going to end it with a bang.
1: Woo, woo. Yes. So for all of you guys that remember, Ansley, she was my co-star last semester. Uh huh. She was a spice to my sugar. The original OG. Amazing girl. So amazing. Well, so unfortunately she's not coming back to the show. But she's getting married and her fiance, the one we heard about all last year, is gonna be on with us. And we are pumped about it. He is so cool. Yes, I am so excited and he is also very excited to give his points of view on everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um so make sure to tune in. Thanks for listening
0: to a date with sugar and spice.